My name is Judy Pierce, and I'm, I'm here with the Our Streets, Our Stories Oral History Project, interviewing Judith Reese, who's kindly agreed uh, to be in, interviewed for this project. So, uh, Judith, tell me about yourself. Where and where were you born? I was born in Brooklyn. Uh -huh. um, I was actually born in uh, Sheepshead Bay. Uh -huh. But uh, my parents and I traveled around different parts of Brooklyn uh, until we actually settled back in Sheepshead Bay in 1970, where I've been ever since. Uh -huh. And um, my deepest memories are the eight years that I spent in East New York, because it was uh, very close to being, in those days, being a small town. Um, it had a... a, a an appearance of yesterday. Um, there was a lot of uh, neighborhood feel. We um, right down the block from where I lived, um, there was a dirt road that led from um, Hegeman Avenue all the way to the um, Fountain Avenue houses. And it was the original dirt road, I'm sure, um, from before the uh, houses were built in that area. Uh -huh. um, it wasn't too far from um, uh, Linden Boulevard. And I used, at one time, I used to walk down this path that um, led to the, um, the, the swamps. And I walked by my, well, uh, there was a path uh, right off Linden Boulevard that led down to um, the uh, Jamaica Bay. Oh. And it wasn't developed. Yeah. There was no, there were no houses in that area. Uh -huh. And uh, foolishly, I, <laughs> I walked by myself down uh, through the, um, it was it was more like marshland, it wasn't a swamp. Uh -huh. It was, there was a dirt road and um, it was a feeling of, of uh, I didn't feel safe, but it was exhilaration uh, because I was exploring new places and I've always liked to explore new places. Uh -huh. um, I just loved that neighborhood. I mean, I was eight years old when we moved there and I was 16 when we, uh, when we moved uh, from there to East Flatbush. And I just, I did a lot of growing up in East New York. Um, I particularly liked my junior high school, uh, Berriman Junior High School, and we, um, for three years, I was a member of the orchestra, played the violin, they taught me how to play the violin. And it was a, a real feeling of belonging because of that. Um, we had very good schools. Um, I mean, it was the neighborhood was uh, was lower middle class and some poor people, and there was a lot of different groups there. We had um, Hispanic people, we had um, a lot of Jewish people who uh, were Orthodox. They had large families and they couldn't afford uh, different neighborhoods. Um, we had African Americans. We had um, we still had some Irish and Italian people from across Linden Boulevard, where they had the um, um, one-family houses, and um, and I think oh there were some German people there too, and so it was a very it was a very mixed neighborhood and everybody got along. Uh, we were all in the same economic boat. Um, we didn't feel deprived or anything, but we were um, um, you know we weren't um, upscale and uh, which I'm glad about, and um, everyone was very friendly with each other. Um, in fact, it was a very safe neighborhood. You can walk around, uh, you know, even as, as a young child, I could walk around and, uh, and I walked to school and back uh, eight or nine blocks. 
Um, and um, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed being in that neighborhood. Um, we, um, I remember when, when I was going to, uh, we had the World's Fair and we walked a few blocks over to Sutterway Avenue and they had the buses that went to um, the World's Fair from there for a quarter. It only cost a quarter one way. And they had a lot of buses. You boarded the bus, you got a seat and all that, and it took you right over to the entrance to the fair and that was so much fun. Um, and we did that for two summers. Well, into the fall, of course, spring and fall as well. And um, it was just a very walkable neighborhood. Um, and I worked, um, when I was 16 years old, I worked at, um, they called it the Times Square stores. It was like a, a very large 99, well, not an, it, was, it was a large discount store, mm -hmm. but they also had clothing there and they had um, uh, domestics and they had beauty products and everything. And I worked there in the, in the domestics department um, for one summer. Um, and uh, that was my first uh, opportunity uh, to work. I had the, the work permit. Uh -huh. um, and before that, I worked at um, Brookdale Hospital as a volunteer uh, when I was 16. Um, was that in your neighborhood? It was in, yeah, it was in the neighborhood. Um, it was just, um, when also when I, I, I was an only child, so we had a, a we were in a four-family house, and the landlord and his family, they had two teenage sons at that time, uh, they were in the same house. There were two on the, on the top floor and two on the, um, on the street level, and I was on the top floor. Um, and next to us uh, was um, a family of, uh, of five, uh, two little girls and, and a boy, and they um, sort of took the place, well, they actually you know, were like, like, sis like sisters and a brother to me when, when I was growing up. Um, and especially there was one, one girl, a little girl, Eileen, who uh, I thought of as a little sister. Mm -hmm. um, and um, we used to, be, you know, in the summer nights, we used to sit in front of the house and uh, on the porch, and uh, um, we had these, uh, what they called punks, We'd light them up. That was for the mosquitoes, but we also <laughs> pretended we were smoking. Uh, and it was just, a, you know, it was just a real neighborhood. Um, so how old were you when you left the neighborhood? I was uh, 16. Uh -huh. And have you ever been back? Uh, no, uh, only on, um, on Google. Oh, okay. And I, I tried to find, uh, the house is no longer there, I believe, because uh, yeah. I, I went to that big, um, I went to, uh, I, with the Google Maps, and I zeroed in on that street. And um, it looks like it's in good shape. It looks like there's a lot of new houses that were built, I'm happy uh -huh. to see. Uh -huh. um, as a matter of fact, I was just watching something, uh, a program on East New York last night, um, and it seems that the neighborhood is, um, um, they have a lot of community gardens and there's a lot of uh, community um, activity where they want to make sure that everybody is safe and, um, and uh, they feel a part of something and I was very happy to hear that. Um, the, the, the one thing I have a regret about is that there was a big, big colonial house at the corner of Milford Street and Dumont and I've always, I was always intrigued by that when I was growing up. It was right down the block from me and it had a lot of property 
in the back. I mean, half the avenue block was taken up by, by their property, which was not developed. And I always wondered about that house, and always one would have liked to have gone, rang the bell and gone in and, and seen what it looked like inside and gotten the history. And I try to go through the library now, but there wasn't, there isn't too much history left. And I don't, I'm, and the house is no longer there. They, of course, they knocked it down. But I don't know if it was a farmhouse that had a lot of property at the time, um, or just a, a large colonial house or whatever, but it's too late to find out, unfortunately. But um, that, to me, uh, anchored our block. Um, I wonder how long ago, how recently East New York was farmland? I would say um, maybe until the 1880s or 90s. Uh-huh. Um, because, well, they had the, um, the New Lots Avenue uh, train um, had the last stop, New Lots Avenue stop, um, a few blocks from where I, uh, I lived. And I believe that changed, you know, the neighborhood developed after that. But there was still a lot of empty lots, um, especially on Dumont Avenue when I was living there, and um, a lot of one-family houses um, older houses, and um, I know that a lot of that has been, um, a lot of those houses were thrown down and new houses put up, but of course the housing stock was very, very old, getting very old even when I was there, so um, I'm assuming that it was just beyond repair. There was nothing of, of any um, uh, heirloom quality anyway, but um, it was just, it was just a a neighborhood where uh, you really felt that you that you belong, not just myself, but other people as well, and um, a good neighborhood to explore. Um, and the schools were very, very good. The schools, the junior high, and and the um, and and the um, public school that I went to, and then later on I went down to um, Jamaica Avenue, and I, and I it was in Franklin K Lane. High school on Jamaica for one for one uh, semester, well one year. Mm-hmm. Then I had to we moved to East Flatbush, so it was too far away for me to continue. But um, those schools were really really good. They they really um, helped the, the older neighborhood children um, to uh, thrive. They had a lot of different programs. They um, they had very good teachers. So even though the neighborhood was um, lower middle class and and uh, and some poor people they all were able to succeed because of those uh, excellent schools. That's great. So, What do you remember about moving to East Flatbush? I did not like it at all. Um, I would have liked to have stayed in East New York. Um, we didn't have a, a very nice landlord in East Flatbush. And uh, I, I, went, I went to Tilden High School after that. For, two, for the extra two years. And I did not feel I belonged there, um, whereas I did feel I belonged in uh, Franklin K. Lane. Um, I never got, I never really um, took to the uh, East, New- East Flatbush neighborhood. Um, I never felt it was mine. Um, and then after that, uh, I, was, I was moved there when I was 16, and then by the time I, well, I was 18, I went to um, uh, Kingsborough Community College, and 
Before I turned around, we were there four years, and before I turned around, we were back in Sheepshead Bay, which I was very happy about. Um, so the, the you started in Sheepshead Bay, then you moved to East New York, to East Patmos, and back to Sheepshead Bay. Yes, and well, first we moved to um, uh, Brownsville. Um, we moved to, to New Jersey for two years uh, because of my father's business really lo relocating. Then we moved back to Brooklyn. We were in Brownsville. For, then we went to East New York for those eight years, and then East Flatbush. And then since 1970, um, I, with my family first, I was in uh, Sheeps of Bay. And then um, now, uh, you know, since 1982, I've been uh, uh, by, by myself in Sheeps of Bay. Uh, and I like I like Sheeps of Bay a lot. Um, but uh, I mean, if you like, if you think of, if somebody asked me um, like a place of home, I would say um, my first thought would be East New York, because uh -huh. okay. those were very formative years. Sure. How does Sheepshead Bay then compare with Sheepshead Bay now? Well, we didn't have all the uh, six-story condos. Uh, we had a lot of um, uh, we had apartment houses, of course, on Ocean Avenue. Uh, which is where I live, but we had uh, a lot of one-family houses as well, and two-family, and uh, it was, um, we had a lot of fishing boats at those days, um, and there was one fishing boat after another on the bay, and they even had a ferry um, that would, um, well, they had a ferry going to Breezy Point, but they also had uh, a ferry in the summer months uh, that would go, um, would take you like on three or, or five hour excursions, which was really nice on a really hot, humid day. Sure. And um, there was there was more activity at the bay. Uh, there were more uh, restaurants. I mean, they had a, a much more seafood restaurants on the bay. They had a, a very nice place called Pop, um, uh, Papas, uh, which is where. Uh, uh, a, there was a diner that was there, El Greco, uh, for 40 years. It took Papa's place, and then now El Greco isn't there anymore because there's condos. <laughs> so it, it's just, they've built it up too much. Um, I don't have to worry about going on the trains anymore to go to work because I'm retired, but um, I think they're, they, they're overwhelming the transit system. Um, because there's, you know, where, whereas there was one and two family houses, now there's um, six-story houses which house 10 to 12 families, mm -hmm. uh, all using the public transportation and the, and the electricity, uh, which I worry about in the summertime, uh -huh. and um, the other utilities, um, water, you know. So I... Sandy, when Hurricane Sandy in 2012, um, it, I think it affected, well, it affected Manhattan Beach a lot, and um, I think it changed the, um, the environment there. Um, I believe a lot of people moved, I know a lot of doctors moved away from there because their offices were uh, destroyed, mm -hmm. and a lot of people who had homes there, and they, they moved away um, because they were afraid about flooding again. Um, one block from me on Ocean Avenue and Avenue Y, um, my friend uh, lives in one of those houses and her whole house, uh, the apartment house, the first two floors were flooded. Um, I was very lucky. I was one within one block of being in the same position, so thank goodness for that. But um, it had a big impact on the, on the neighborhood. And um, 
a lasting impact because whenever there's um, a hurricane warning, uh, I'm in the A zone now, which means you know about evacuation, and I do not like the idea of being evacuated. Um, I really treasure my my apartment, being you know having having those belongings, having that solitude, being by myself. Uh, and um, to have to be in the community area, you know, communal area, where even if you're getting the services that you need, um, is just anathema to me. And um, and having everything f flooded is obviously something that I worry about. So, um, you know, I, I laugh when they when I see these things on television about you know people dying to get uh, homes on on islands wherever the islands may be, and they want to be right near the water, and I say, no, you don't. <laughs> uh, because it has its blessings, you know, and the beauty, but it also has its danger as well. Um, but I, um, I mean, Sheepshead Bay isn't the same place as it was um, when I moved there in 1970, but it's still a nice place. And uh, one place where they had that's no longer there, they had um, a um, neighborhood playhouse on 23rd Street uh, between Voorhees and Z, which was really, they did a beautiful job. And, and it was in a, a church, a community house in a church, and it's no longer there. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Every every um, time, every season that they had it, uh, my mom and I used to go together, and we enjoyed that a lot. Um, That's great. When you took the subway to work, what kind of work did you do? I well at the beginning of my work uh, life, I was in uh, for seven years. I worked in the garment industry, uh, and then after that, I was lucky enough to um, transition to um, publishing field, which I was there for about thirty six years, uh -huh. and uh, that, that I enjoyed very much. Um, I, I like the environment. I like the idea of creating books, uh -huh. um, being a part of creating books, and I like. I like the people I worked with. They were a really nice bunch of people. Um, you had very little office politics. The name of the, uh, it was McGraw-Hill. Yeah, McGraw-Hill. Did you have to go to college to get that job? Um, if I wanted to be uh, an editor, I would, would have had to uh, complete my uh, bachelor's, uh, at least the bachelor's degree. Um, I made a mistake. I went to, um, after Kingsborough, um, I ended up at the Pace, Pace University, um, which, and I majored in English, but, um, and the courses that I took there were, were good, but I should have, um, tra I should have, should have transferred to Brooklyn College, uh -huh. um, with the, with the English major, and then I, I should have gotten my bachelor's there, um, but I had delayed too long, so I ended up, um, going to a pace, which was actually quite a bit more money for my parents. Right. Um, so I did not uh, complete my bachelor's. But when I was, I started with um, uh, McGraw-Hill, uh, I didn't, I had already had work experience, and I didn't have to, uh, have, not having a bachelor's degree was okay. Um, but um, I had an opportunity to pursue it later but I found it difficult to uh, work and uh, go to school at the same time. Sure. But um, if I had decided to become an editor, I believe that they would have um, accepted me, but I would have had to uh, complete the, uh, the bachelor's uh -huh. 
uh, while I was working there. No, not really. I mean, uh, I, I, never, I, I worked very closely with a lot of editors there, which was a very good experience, but I didn't have um, big career uh, goals. Uh -huh. uh, I just wanted to work in a, uh, a good environment uh -huh. and uh, get a decent salary, uh -huh. and uh, that was important to me. I, I wasn't very ambitious. Um, Maybe I would have been, you know, having to, if I had it to do over again, maybe I would have been a little more ambitious, but that just wasn't, just wasn't in me. Sure. Um, but I, but I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed that company very much. Yeah. Good. What would you like future generations to take away from this interview? Um, just the story of one person and um, how they related to, um, different neighborhoods and, and different jobs and uh, nothing, you know, there's nothing earth-shaking in this interview. It's just, you know, it would be interesting from to find out about somebody's life um, mm -hmm. um, in, in going, growing up in Brooklyn in the 1950s and onward. Sounds good. Is there anything else you want to talk about that we didn't get to? I can't think of anything at the moment, but if you have another question for me, I'd be happy to um, answer it. I have Johan with me here also. Johan, would you like to ask a question to Judith? What do you want to tell people coming to Brooklyn uh, now? I would say that uh, it's still um, a borough of, of neighborhoods, and you have to choose the neighborhood that that's most related to your lifestyle, like if you're young and um, um, you want to be with a lot of young artistic people, I would say go to Williamsburg, uh, maybe Borum Hill. Uh, if you have a family, um, you, you would go to different other different uh, places in Brooklyn. Um, if you want to be in, in a place that has a lot of history um, and, and you have the, the money for it, um, Brooklyn Heights, um, Park Slope. Um, there's a lot of different interesting areas of Brooklyn depending on what your um, your lifestyle is and your age and your uh, interests. Um, it is more difficult to get into Manhattan, you know, from different areas of Brooklyn. And you're not as, I mean, there are, we have cultural institutions, but you're not as uh, close to all these things as you would be in Manhattan. But um, but it's but it's a more laid back lifestyle, and the people are much more uh, friendly and down to earth in Brooklyn, no matter which area you're in, and um, I th that's very important to me. And uh, it depends on the person how important that is to them, you know. So good to know. Well, thank you so much, Judith, for coming you're in welcome. to talk to us. It's really been a pleasure.